Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great day wherever you are and that you're ready to listen or read along to the Bible with me. It's going to be a bit of fun. (laughs) So we're reading from Mark 12 in the Passion Translation and um, Jesus is kind of answering a lot of questions and just doing a lot of teaching in this passage. So it's going to be a bit of fun. So yeah, let's get started. Mark 12, the parable of the tenant. Then Jesus began to speak to them in parables. There was once a man who planted a vineyard and he put a secure fence around it, dug a pit for its wine press and erected a watchtower. Then he leased it to the tenant farmers and travelled abroad. When the time of harvest came, he sent one of his servants to the tenants to collect the landowner's share of the harvest. But the tenants seized him and beat him and sent him back empty-handed. The owner sent another servant to them and that one they shamefully humiliated beat him over the head. So he sent another servant and they brutally killed him. Many more servants were sent and they were all severely beaten or killed. The owner only had one person left to send, his only son whom he dearly loved. So he sent him to them saying, surely they will restrain themselves and respect my son. But the tenants saw their chance and said to one another, this is the heir, come, let's kill him and we'll inherit it all. They violently seized him, killed him, and threw his body over the fence. So what do you think the owner of the vineyard would do? Will he come and put to death those tenants and give his vineyard to others? Haven't you read what the psalmist said? The stone the builders examined and rejected has become the cornerstone, the most important stone of all. This was the Lord's plan, and he was wonderful for our eyes to behold. Now, the chief priests and religious scholars and leaders realised that Jesus' parable was aimed at them. They had hoped to arrest him then and there, but they feared the reaction of the crowd. So they left him alone and went away. Paying taxes to Caesar. Then they sent a delegation of Pharisees, together with some staunch supporters of Herod, to entrap Jesus with his own words. So they approached him and said, Teacher, We know you're an honest man of integrity and you teach us the truth of God's ways. We can clearly see that you're not one who speaks only to win the people's favour because you speak the truth without regard to the consequences. So tell us then what you think. Is it proper for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Jesus saw through their hypocrisy and said to them, Why are you testing me? Show me one of the Roman coins. They brought him a silver coin used to pay the tax. Now, tell me, Jesus said, whose head is on this coin and whose inscription is stamped on it? Caesar's, they replied. Jesus said, precisely, this coin bears the image of the emperor Caesar, so you should pay the emperor his portion. But because you bear the image of God, you must give back to God all that belongs to him. And they were utterly stunned by Jesus' words. A question about marriage. Some of the Sadducees, a religious group that denied there was a resurrection of the dead, came to ask Jesus this question. Teacher, the law of Moses teaches that if a man dies before he has children, his brother should marry the widow and raise up children for his brother's family line. Now, there was a family with seven brothers. The oldest got married but soon died and he had no children. 
The second brother married his oldest brother's widow and he also died without any children. And the third also. This repeated down to the seventh brother, none of whom had children. Finally, the woman died. So here's our dilemma. Which of the seven brothers will be the woman's husband when she's resurrected from the dead since they all were once married to her? Jesus answered them, you are deluded because your hearts are not filled with the revelation of the scriptures or the power of God. For when they arise from the dead, men and women will not marry, just like the angels of heaven don't marry. Now, concerning the resurrection, haven't you read in the Torah what God said to Moses at the burning bush? I am the living God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living, and you are all badly mistaken. The Greatest Commandment Now, a certain religious scholar overheard them debating. When he saw how beautifully Jesus answered all their questions, he posed one of his own and asked him, Teacher, which commandment is the greatest of all? Jesus answered him, The most important of all the commandments is this, The Lord Yahweh, our God, is one. You are to love the Lord Yahweh, your God, with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, with every thought that is within you and with all your strength. This is the great and supreme commandment. And the second is this, you must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself. You will never find a greater commandment than these. The religious scholar replied, yes, that's true, teacher. You spoke beautifully when you said that God is one and there is no one besides him. And there is something more important to God than all the sacrifices and burnt offerings. It's the commandment to constantly love God with every passion of your heart, with your every thought and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor in the same way as you love yourself. When Jesus noticed how thoughtfully and sincerely the man answered, he said to him, you're not far from the reality of God's kingdom. After that, no one dared question him again. So there we go. That's Mark 12. I hope um, that you enjoyed reading that. I know I sure did. And I just hope that there was one thing that really spoke to you and something that you can grab onto today and take through your day and, um, you know, that you can action out. I know for myself, I was just reminded about that, um, you know, the greatest commandment to love God and to love people. And so I know today I just want to be a bit more intentional in actually thinking about how I can action out um, loving God and loving people. So thanks for listening and um, I'm just going to pray. Jesus, we just thank you for your word. Just thank you for, for everything that you taught and that we can still read it today and learn from you, God. So we just pray that you would just help us action out what we've learned today, God, but that it won't just be something that we've heard, but we will action something out. So we just thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.